Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> Hey, this is Sharks Across Hollywood, and this is our yearly Shark Month episode, so you know what that means. That's where you insert the Sharknado theme song. It seems like they're writing new ones for each one, because this one, thematically it was similar, but it had lyrics I don't remember. But, in fairness, we don't hear it until 20 minutes into the movie, because that's when the opening credits start. Yeah, the cold open for this one's long. Which I'm here for. Oh, hey, I am happy to report, before we even get started, that we're back. It doesn't suck anymore. I was very worried. Or rather, Sharknado is back. Yeah, this one th- this one got me right away. Like like 10 minutes in, I was like, okay, all right, this is it. I'm, I'm back. I'm, I'm back on board, baby. I mean, it's still a mess of cameos that I don't get. Oh, I got even less of them this time than I have ever gotten before. <laughs> and movie references that don't make any sense. Some terrible dialogue choices that also don't fit. Yes. Like all the things about Finn going, why is it always sharks? I'm like, you literally just walked into a shark head. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I get the reference, but that makes no sense given the context. Like Nova's involved. It's sharks. Why has it always got to be sharks? Because she's there. I don't know. I got to say, between these two in this movie, there's no right answer in terms of who's got the proper motivation. Because Finn is so He's, focused on on the family. He is Vin Diesel like, in his way through this whole fucking movie. Jesus Christ. He's like, <laughs> fuck the world. I'm saving my boy, you know. And Nova, on the other hand, is like, we have to wipe out every single shark. Like... You realize the ocean ecosystem depends on sharks, right? Like, the ocean will will fall apart without sharks. Well, yeah, th- it's a little... I'm like... Dude, did I, I say this in every episode. PETA must love these movies. Was the splunking scene actually shot in a fucking cave? Because it didn't look too shitty. It does appear to be shot yeah. in a cave, yeah. It looks like they got a cave. By the way, that cave shot... The cave <laughs> spelunking scenes shot in the middle of winter. So <laughs> there's snow on the fucking ground, but up above on the ground yeah. level, no snow. I don't like that word. Spelunking. Yeah. Did you know that speleology, which is the science of caves, was uh, invented in Romania? Oh, of course. Of course. It always goes back to Romania. Yes. I, <laughs> I, I learned this back in the 90s because I was I was living in Romania and the Romanians are very proud of that fact, as they should be. Well, I'm fucking happy for him. There's an extra letter in spelunking, and I don't like it. What's the extra letter? E. It's the the. It it sounds awkward. Spelunking. It it should just be splunking, and everybody should shut up. <laughs> splunking. That's <laughs> spelunking. That sounds like dropping a shit into a, <laughs> in it, it and making an echo in the toilet bowl. <laughs> splunking. I was splunking the other day. I was in the bathroom. Uh. Splunking. First time I heard that word was in Ninja Turtles three when Michelangelo said he's. N- I'm not peeking. I'm splunking for pork rinds. April brought brought them presents, and he wasn't supposed to be peeking in the bags, but he was peeking. But he wasn't peeking. He was spelunking for pork rinds. But you know what? We'll get to the ninja rap when we get to it. We need to get to cave paintings of sharky shit 
because apparently our ancestors have dealt with fucking Sharknados, and there's a Sharknado god, and there's an artifact that we need to find in order to control said Sharknados. But Nova can't figure it out on her own, so she needs to call Finn. And Finn is with his family in England, about ready to England. Well, they're in London. London, which is in England, sir. No. No, I'm pretty sure it's in Bosnia. Oh, okay. Which is not a country. Gonna fucking reach over this goddamn table and bitch slap somebody. I'm too tired. I am too tired to be fucking jerked around about geometry. See what I did there? God damn it. <laughs> oh, uh, so, yeah, they're in London with Chris Kattan, of all people. Meeting Prime Minister Chris Kattan. <laughs> Prime Minister. <laughs> oh, God. It's it's lovely. I know technically he was probably out of his drug phase at this point, but he is playing this like he's fully in the midst of his drug phase. Oh, he is committed, if nothing else. <laughs> And it's kind of fucking ridiculous, and I'm here for it. Again, we're back. It's it's fun again. Like, it's yes. still pointless and ridiculous and stupid, but at least... Well, it's not. It, well, I guess it's not as pointless. At least it's epic. No. it's it, it actually has way more of a point. Everything's just as stupid. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Everything is just as stupid, but at least there's a flow of logic from one scene to the next. Each scene is an outgrowth of the scene that came before it. It's a stupid outgrowth, maybe. In many cases, it is. But it is an outgrowth. It, they don't just go from one scene to the next with no fucking connective tissue at all. It makes all the difference in the world. You think in a movie this stupid, in, in a franchise this dumb, it wouldn't make a difference. It 100% does, and this movie does it, and 4 did not. So yeah, I love this one. This one was a blast start to finish. But yeah, try try convincing people of that. It's like, no, the fourth one's actually bad, but the first three and then the fifth one are pretty good. But they're like, wait, but aren't they bad? I'm like, yeah. But it's a different kind of bad. Like, the problem is that these movies are too calculated. They're too calculated to be as stupid as four is. You understand? You know what I mean? Like... These aren't movies where you had film inept filmmakers trying to make great movies and failing miserably. <laughs> this is a movie that was calculated as a stupid movie. It was meant to be stupid. So it has to be kind of good too. It has to be like dumb and good at the same time in order for it to be successful. When you have a really bad movie, something like A Troll 2 or The Room, right? And I know I'm picking the absolute tip of the tippity top of the top shelf of the bad movies there. Yes, they are the best, Troll 2 and The Room. But the reason they're so good is because the filmmakers were committed to what they were doing. They thought they were making great movies. If you watch interviews with the guy who made Troll 2, he doesn't understand why people are laughing the whole movie. And still? Still. <laughs> like, he's confused by it. If you listen to Greg Sestero's stories about Tommy Wiseau in the lead up to the room now of course Tommy Wiseau has backpedaled big time and claims he always intended for it to be a comedy which is so not bullshit. true even in the slightest and patented bullshit I'm fine with it as if it keeps Tommy Wiseau doing shows of the room and embracing the thing that's fine I'm, I'm okay with him living his delusion but it's because he thought he was making an Oscar contender <laughs> that that movie is so great these movies are calculated to be dumb they're intended to be dumb there was no intention to try and make great art here 
So you have to hook me with an in, with a story that makes sense within the stupidity. Even if it's stupid, it has to have stupid logic that is carrying it forward. And four just didn't have it. Four was just a con- collection of scenes. It was just a bunch of scenes. And and I, I I actually think that for a moment during four, the asylum got a little too big for their own britches and started thinking that they could do no wrong. Like that's <laughs> that that's actually my takeaway on this is is like the asylum thought that they were untouchable and four was kind of dog shit and they just kind of shit it out it seemed rushed yeah even for something like this yeah and then in five they were like you know what? we kind of got to go back to basics on this we we, we got to go back to where we were because that one sucked and and you know i don't think people liked it but the franchise had built up enough goodwill for them to get another movie out of it and i'm so fucking glad they did especially this one has two of the best fucking cameos in the entire franchise so far and we'll we'll get to them when we get to them, but I'm trying to think of who the cameos are. Well, they're they'd be two of the most important ones for me personally. And you okay, kn- then I probably got one of them. You know, one of them for sure. <laughs> like it, that one was pretty unmissable. And I was looking for him the entire movie because somebody mentioned he was in it, and I'm like, what? What the fuck? And then then I'm looking for him. I'm like, come on, where is he? Is he Vega? No, that's the chick from I Love New York. Why is she here? That that show hasn't been on in over a decade. Is that who that was? I I was wondering. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought it was, too. She came out, and I'm like, there's no fucking way she's... <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot what movie I was watching for a second. Yeah. And I'm like, that is her, right? Like, she's Flavor of Love, I Love New York. That... Oh. <laughs> but what a perfect... What, whatever. What... It's, it's Sharknado. It is Sharknado. Vince Neal's not here, but somebody else is. <laughs> Um, okay, well, so let, let's continue so we can get to all this shit. Okay. So right. I don't want to make fun of the kid who plays his son, and I'm not. Oh, I'm I not, do. Okay, so I was wonder. I was watching the whole time, and I'm just like, every time he talked, I'm like, why are you talking that way? You either have to have a head injury, or you have to be from somewhere else. And he's a he's an, a British actor, and he just spends the whole time trying not to have an accent. So I'm I'm get, I'm betting okay. that if if he's allowed to have an accent, he's probably a better actor. Probably, yeah. So I know I made I gave him so much shit in the last movie too. I know I did. Uh, so I apologize. I, I don't want to make fun of him as a person. I don't. I I want to make fun of the character. I fucking hate the character. Of Gil. And I got to level with you. If it wasn't for the fact that these movies are so cheesy, I'd probably hate the character of Finn, too. Like, if, if these were better <laughs> movies, I'd yep. be like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. Look at your... Your kids are fucking assholes. You're an asshole. Your dad's an asshole. This is a family <laughs> of assholes who are the heroes of this movie. And I fucking hate all of them, but I love it because it's so cheesy and bad. And because Ian Ziering really commits, like like he really does. Well, they pay him enough goddamn money for each of these, Jesus. And they should. He's he's the he's getting half a million dollars at least. And for he each should of these. be. And he should be. He's fantastic in these roles. I I love him. I wouldn't I wouldn't change a thing about his performance. The only thing I the only thing I would like to see is I'd like to see the fucking writing of some of these characters change because I fucking <laughs> hated Gil. Gil is just a little <laughs> asshole the entire time. Like, not in... He's not a bad kid. He's a nice kid. No, 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 no. Not in an overt way, but okay. in a way that, like, as I'm watching him, I'm like, he's going to grow up to be a piece of shit, just like his older brother. Well, let's hope not, because... You just... you <laughs> Like, watching it, I'm... I'm. That's my thought, is, like, this kid is going to grow up to be a piece of shit. Well, he it, had, he actually, had... actually, the weird speech makes sense given that he's Tara Reed's kid in this movie. Maybe he's an amazing actor. 
and he was like, well, I got to make it sound convincing. Like, like I learned to speak from her. So <laughs> poor Tara Reed. Jesus, I can't stop. I can't, I don't want, I don't even want to. I'm going to make fun of her fish later. in a barrel at this point. I, I, I know. Tara Reed, we apologize. It's all in good fun, but we're coming after you. So just hang on. Tara Reed, uh, if you ever want to come on this podcast and just shit on us, I'm totally cool with it. I do it. I oh, won't even yes, defend please. myself. Give a, give us a good roast. Yes. Tear us apart. There's tear, tear us apart. <laughs> <laughs> but there's plenty to work with here. I assure you. I will definitely bring up the fact that you were in a shitty crow movie. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to do some shit for the paycheck. That movie oh. is awful. And it had a fantastic cast, at least now. Fucking okay. Anyways, whatever. I haven't. I I really want to see it. I have not seen it. Oh, though. dude, yeah. Just have have a fucking crow marathon and just watch them. Watch that steady decline. <laughs> I enjoyed um, uh, City of Angels actually when I watched it back in the nineties, and that's saying something because I fucking loved the crow. Like the crow was my favorite movie for years. Well, City of Angels is just more of the first one with a different guy in the. It look like it looks the same almost. Yep. It flows basically the same. Yeah. And that's exactly what I wanted yeah. out of City. The City only real difference is just what yeah, I wanted. The only real difference is it's a son instead of yeah, yeah. So Finn is just going to completely skip this fucking NATO thing because Nova's like, "Hey, baby, let's come come do this thing," and he's like, "God damn it!" And Tara Reid, of course, is like, "Uh, excuse me, sir, me, I'm your wife." And then he's like, "There's a little jealousy going on between uh, still between them." What is Tara Reid's character name again? I can't. April. April between April and April and April is definitely jealous of Nova in this movie. Still, and Nova is still kind of like got a hard on for yeah. Finn. Yeah, I'm like, are we not past this? I thought we got done with this in the first movie. <laughs> oh my god! But he can also fly a helicopter. This dude's Mary Sue in his way all through this fucking series. Uh, so he's <laughs> he's gonna go down into this thing, and I love this line. I even wrote this down. They're like, oh, you can you can do this. These two girls who are with Nova, and he's like. I've done everything before. And she's like, not going to argue with you on that. No. And then he dives into the fucking thing like Tom Cruise and we get a nice movie reference. She also mentioned Man Magazine because of like the ma- the map fold out thing. <laughs> that's I don't. Right, yeah. It's it's that's that's a deep cut. Like, I don't think I didn't get it until somebody like pointed it out. Oh, Jesus. They're talking about deep cuts. There was a deep cut later on in this movie what oh my god the Geraldo deep cut <laughs> with the with the vault with the vault i was like jesus christ that was the 19 oh, i was a single a... digits child when that happened and when somebody somebody had to point that out to me too but now i get it and it's funny as shit and i just i love it uh, <laughs> i gotta say i i i do not love Geraldo, but he was perfect casting for his part Oh, As yeah. a mad billionaire, he's got the ridiculous mustache already. <laughs> he looks so perfect and plays it so right for this character. Geraldo, I can't believe I'm saying it, was genius casting. Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally down. Uh, so we're 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 setting up like this movie. It's 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 another one of those like the rest of these that just fucking throws a million things at you every every two seconds. There's something new. So like right now, oh, it's we're, nonstop. We're we're cross cutting here between uh, uh, Finn and Nova and April and Gil, and they're still in London. And Chris Kattan opens the secret door, and who's this? There's this Q like character Q from like uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, James Bond. Uh, and and who is it? Do you know who fucking it is? Clay Aiken. Remember him from the 2000s? Yeah, they're they're digging deep. 
And and there's a bunch more cameos. Literally in this. ten years yeah. past ripe. Clay Aiken is a reference. More than that. At, no, shit. at the time this was made, which is six years ago. Oh God! Now, so now it's way more. Yeah. Uh, so there's more cameos in the scene, but I don't fucking recognize. There's some blonde British lady. Uh, I don't know. Samantha Fox. She was a pop star in the '80s. Oh, okay. Oh, I've actually heard that name. Okay, cool. So the, this this shark helmet. This is an important scene because the shark helmet is kind of the only reason that this kid doesn't fucking die the whole time. This shark helmet is. The stupidest looking fucking thing, but it actually, you know what? This is one of those moments where they're putting way more fucking effort into this movie than they were into the last one because the helmet makes the whole rest of the movie make sense. Yeah, yeah. This is this is essentially the inciting incident right it's here. It's fully stupid. It's it's an incredibly stupid thing, but they commit they commit to the stupidity of it. They're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yes, it's stupid, but it makes sense within the world. It does. And it makes the story make sense. And we'll get back to that here in a minute. So we're back to the cave paintings. And we learn that Nova started a fucking cult. She's like, she calls it the sisterhood. And he's like, did you start a band or a cult? (laughs) I love how later they're all gathered together. There's not a single one of them who's not smoking hot. So it's like, it's the sisterhood of hot Sharknado hunters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so over the top. I mean, this is like, this is. Pulling straight from the John Wick handbook, although I think John Wick might have pulled from this handbook instead, because I think that I think the John Wick sequels might have been made after this, and that's when they started getting really into that thing. You know the whole thing with the answering service. Oh like yeah, peopled entirely by hot hot retro girls with tattoos. You know, it's like it, it's ridiculous. In this movie, it's okay because this movie's supposed to be ridiculous. <laughs> Now, even even Nova and Finn are finding these secret entrances in the fucking cave. And this is where he says, why is it always got to be sharks? I'm like, because it's always sharks. It's a shark temple for fuck's sake. Of course, it's sharks, Finn. And they, they, they have to walk into this giant fucking like mechanism. That's this shark head. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a giant set of shark jaws that just keeps snapping open and shut. Open yeah, and, and shut. it was established like not three seconds before this that they are in a shark temple. Yeah. So why has it always got to be sharks? Because we already knew that. You should have said that earlier. If he'd gone into an ancient temple and found sharks, that would be one thing. But they knew it was a shark temple before they ever went into it. It's like if Indiana Jones went into a fucking snake temple that was advertised as a snake temple. He knew it was a temple to the gods. (laughs) Why has it always got to be snakes? And he's like, why is it snakes? Fucking... It's a snake temple, dude. So we're doing Indiana Jones. Okay. It's Indiana Jones. Oh, this this is, whole scene is Indiana Jones. This whole sequence is so Indiana. I, I, I loved it. I Lucky for us is, is pretty timely with the new one coming out. Yes. Dial of Destiny. I, I, I got to say, I'm actually, I'm actually going to go see Dial of Destiny. Holy shit. I'm going to go do it. And I mean, I'll let you know if it sucks, but uh, I wouldn't care if it did. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> Indiana Jones fights Nazis in the first one. Great movie. No Nazis in the second one. Kind of shit. Fights Nazis again in the third one. Great movie. No Nazis in the fourth one. Kind of shit. Were they not Nazis in the fourth one? No. I still haven't seen. They were Russian spies. Oh, okay. Now we're back to Nazis. I'm like, yes, this could be the return. Okay. I'm not expecting it to be good. I'm holding out hope. And I'm only paying 53 cents to go to it, so... I think the next movie I might hit in the theater. Well, next movie you and I are going to fucking the room on Tuesday. But is that this Tuesday? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, but the next movie after that I think is Ninja Turtles. Yeah. That that one that one that one looks like it'll be worth at least checking out. Uh yeah. I've, I've I've the reviews came back for that one already and they're they're pretty, they're good. 
so yeah, far. I, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely be watching Ninja Turtles in the theater. Uh, Again, oh. I'm I'm only because I have that Regal <laughs> All Access or Unlimited. Oh, dude, thing. I'm fucking there. It's Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I don't care if I don't. Care I knew you a, would yeah. be there regardless. Even if Michael Bay made a third piece of shit, I'd still be there, just in case. <laughs> like I doubt that you, it's going to be any good. Because you, like Jeff Winger, never learn. <laughs> that is true. Uh, apparently, Indiana Jones doesn't learn either because he's totally dead in this movie. Which movie? In Sharknado. Remember they? Oh yeah, that's they, right. Oh, that's they, right. They trigger some traps and then it comes down, and then it's just this skull, this skeleton, and it's it's got Indy's hat and jacket and his whip and shit. That's right. Oh, look at this guy. And then Nova hands him the hat, and he's like, "Well, I'll take this." Grabs the whip, and he has the whip for the whole fucking movie. And it actually comes back around later on. Again, yeah. this movie is so much better written. A little bit of effort here, and you know they do the. They do the Raiders of the Lost Ark bag switch and stuff, and it they switch it with a bag full of shark teeth that Nova has collected because she's she's on a on the fucking war path because the sharks killed her grandpa. <laughs> part of me wants to tell her to fucking let it go, and the other part is like, nah, just you know, you're committed at this point. Uh, yeah, switching the bag and take taking this artifact uh, triggers an apocalyptic Sharknado event. Yeah, why would it trigger a Sharknado to? It, this is fucking ridiculous, but they bring the ridiculous back around because now it's like it's got like occult powers. Oh, yeah. We're at Stonehenge, by the way. Yeah. I forgot that part. Stonehenge apparently was all about shark. as soon as they as soon as the, the helicopter panning shot over Stonehenge, I was like, Jesus Christ, they're invoking Stonehenge for Sharknado now. All right. Yes. I'm yes. We're back. This is the, this is the kind of madness I want to see. And where and we get. Two one-liners almost back-to-back here. She's like, what's going on? And then he's like, I think we just started World War Shark. (laughs) And then the helicopter guy, the pilot, is like, what's going on? Same shark, different day. (laughs) That's right. Same shark, different day is pretty great. I I love that. Uh, so they they have to fly the helicopter out, and Stonehenge gets fucking wrecked, and they're being oh, just chased. like sucked down oh, yeah. into a chasm, and then and then it's like flooded with water. They're being and they're being chased essentially by this fucking Sharknado or whatever, and uh, they eventually make it back to London where April and Gil are. And I forgot that April had super strength. Oh no no I I remember that I forgot she's a Terminator. I, I remember yeah. she was a robot but I forgot about I don't know why I wasn't expecting that to happen yeah she just she just reaches the, <laughs> the helicopter is being ripped away by the Sharknado and she just reaches up grabs it and holds it in place like all right yeah cool I'm into yeah, it it's fine and then you know they they start running Gil gets a Gil even gets a one liner London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> And then they bolt. Chris Kattan invokes, uh, what does he say, uh, the Skyfall Protocol or something. Yes. And he grabs a briefcase. He loses a leg. He falls in love. Well, he, he uh, uh, a lady <laughs> confesses con- her love. And he's like, it's about time. And then they kiss. And then she gets crushed by a tiger shark. <laughs> and then it's so over the top. Yeah. There's so much shit going on. And then Nova comes in with a fucking double-decker bus. And then now this has to be your favorite cameo of the movie, like by far. Oh, I fucking. Mm. Uh, so as soon as I saw him walk out, I was like, "Oh, Andrew's gonna have something to say about this." 
I wanted to cheer the moment that he gets hit by the fucking bus, but he's fine. He's just stuck to the bus, and he just looks back, thumbs up or whatever. He's like, hey, we're going to fucking do this. He starts playing guitar, and he starts beating the shit out of some sharks as Nova's driving this thing. For the audience, it's... uh Brett Michaels. It's Brett Michaels from Poison. From Poison. <laughs> I hate him so much. And he's playing guitar. He's hooked to the front of the bus now. His <sighs> leather jacket got stuck under the hood. He's hooked to the front of the bus. He starts wailing on his on this flying V that he's that is plugged into nothing. <laughs> and what does he say? He says, "It don't get better than this." Yeah. What the hell is he talking about? It's a, it's a reference is to it a- nothing but a good time. Oh. Is that what don't he's need nothing too? but a good time. How can I resist? Don't need nothing but a good time. It don't get better oh, than this. I didn't. I, I I knew nothing but a good time, uh, and that's it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she finally crashes the bus, and he finally gets eaten by a shark. Thank fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. And then you know, Chris Kattan opens a stupid briefcase that he grabbed. D- Types in another James Bond reference. The fucking Ferris wheel starts rolling around and shooting missiles at the fucking tornado and shit. I like that. Yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the Piccadilly Circus Ferris wheel, the really famous one. Like the the fucking baskets on the Ferris wheel turn into rockets and fire. Yeah, it only does one. I was disappointed. I it wanted only does to see one, more. and then it like breaks and rolls away. Yeah, I and wanted then, to see more of that. And then Finn and Nova are like because that was kind of awesome. <laughs> Because that happened in the first one, too. Not the, the fer- missile the part. Ferris the Ferris wheel, wheel part. Yeah. April flies away because she can also fly still, and she tries to stop it. For now. They're like, and then some news anchors are like, the queen is going to die, and it's going to be fucking whatever to the whole to the whole world. And I'm like, the queen's dead. Nobody really gives a shit <laughs> in real Remember, life. this was made six years ago. <laughs> April stops Big Ben from falling. The palace guards are going to help She doesn't fight. stop Big Ben from falling. She well, stops Big Ben from taking out half of the surrounding yeah, that, that's, environs. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. God. Ugh. And then she's off to Buckingham Palace. Yes. Uh, the palace guards, though. I like the palace guards. They're just fucking standing there like a bunch of dickheads. Like, you guys don't actually have to do that, you know? <laughs> They don't. <laughs> they do that because there's no actual threat. If there is an actual threat, the palace guards will spring into action. <laughs> but they make it like Finn has to inspire them to actually move. That's because he, this is he's an American. Oh, the, oh my God. This is... <laughs> I mean, this was already probably the most America fuck yeah franchise of all time. And it just gets more so. <laughs> He literally oh, invokes making America great again. Oh, my God. And the, all four of us, when we watched it, we were like, ew. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I rolled my eyes so fucking hard. Oh, God. We're going to make the world great again. <laughs> fuck For you. who, you ginger fuck? Nobody <laughs> liked you either. God. <sighs> Gil uses his head to kill the shark, you know, the helmet. And he's off with Nova because Nova's per- he's. Finn's like, go protect Nova. And he's like, come on, Nova, let's go. This is the reason Gil is going to be an asshole. He, he, he has no consideration for anyone around him. He's doing just <laughs> like his dad. He has to charge into battle at all no. times. And the only time he'll do anything is if he's told to take control of the situation elsewhere and protect the lady folk, you know, like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, kid. Uh. Again. Yeah. Not talking about the actor. I'm talking about the character of Gil. And then I want to be clear there. 
Finn is such a badass, he rides a shark through a fucking it's it, the to the palace, right? <laughs> yes. And he, then he rides it down the stairs while he's punching it to death, and then he's punching a shark to death. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh my and then, god. And then who does he find down there? Charo. She's the queen of England, apparently. <laughs> Which makes perfect sense. So also we need to mention that the second half to the inciting incident is when Nova loses Gil in a Sharknado. And that happens just just before we find Queen of England Charo. And then we get the credit sequence 20 minutes into the movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and, then she, and then Nova has to tell Finn that she lost Gil. And April and my fucking... thought My thought was, um, I'm sorry, wasn't Gil supposed to be protecting you? He's 10. (laughs) (laughs) And April's like, fuck you, you stupid bitch. We're going to, you you fucking lost him. And Gil's, Finn is also like, you fucking lost him? What the fuck? But it's fine, I guess. He doesn't really give her that much shit about it. I would have laughed my ass off, though, if she was like, what are you talking about? He was supposed to protect (laughs) me, and he abandoned me. But, oh, the, the helmet is a tracking device. Yep. So... He's and alive. it also like creates a field that yeah. protects him from the Sharknado. Yeah, so that's that's how he survives the whole fucking movie, unfortunately. Uh, so now that's the movie. Uh, we're on a mission to save Gil. That is literally Finn's entire motivation at this point. So they do go back to the NATO meeting, because that's where all the scientists are going to be. There's Nichelle Nichols telling Legendary. Finn he's gone where no man has gone before. And then he's going to make America great again. And there's... Uh, I can't remember the dude's name, but the star of American Werewolf in London, who was also in our Body Bags episode. Oh, he's there? Yeah, he plays the American, who basically is like the male counterpart to Nichelle Nichols' character. Oh, cool. I I didn't even notice that one. Right on. Yep. And every time... He gets his hand bitten off by a shark. (laughs) Every time there's a half a second lull in the movie, the Sharknado comes and fucks up everything. Pretty much, yeah. I read. I read a review. This is relentless. Yeah, I read a review, and that's one of their complaints. It's like every time we get, every time they're talking, just a Sharknado comes when they can't talk about anything else anymore or something. I'm like, the movie's called Sharknado. What do you want? Why are you? This is the fifth one. Why are you watching this? (laughs) How do you get five movies deep and not figure out what this series is about yet? Oh God! And then uh, the lady from Dance Moms shows up. And she is that who she was? She can fuck right off and get her head bitten off by a real shark for all I care. Sorry. I assume you're. I'm, I assume you're referring to like the speaker of the house type person who who like shows up at the end of the table and is like, "We have to get things on point." Blah blah blah. No, the lady when they go out when they go outside and she's like, "I'm going to take you to somewhere." And then because Chris Kattan also comes into the room, I believe it's like, "What did you do?" And he gets he dies and all that shit. And then they're like, "Oh, the prime minister got fucked up." Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, she was. She's the one telling them about right the she, the uh, Doctor Angel. Yeah, she's the one telling him, telling them about him. Or is he Professor Angel? I doctor. Can't. He's a doctor. Yeah, the mad billionaire <laughs> who created who created <laughs> Hindenburg Mark II. Basically, <laughs> they're like a blimp. He made a he made a he made a shark proof blimp and called it the Hindenburg. <laughs> so they do they they get up there and it's Geraldo. Perfect casting. Because I, I can't not? believe I'm saying that. I cannot believe how good he was in this. It made me happy a little bit. Then, you know, the secret to fucking making all this shit happen is in the vault. And he opens the vault. The vault's empty. Of course, that is a reference to him opening up whose who's vault was Al Capone's it? Al Capone's vault. And it just had, like, some alcohol in it or something. Yeah. 
like that that was a huge huge thing i watched it live it was that huge i watched it and i was a fucking single digits kid it had captured the nation's imagination for a night and you realize that these crime bosses are just normal people who are just <laughs> fucking criminals like they're not well, Al Capone, you know, he he had basically taken on mythological status by that point, which is crazy because it was only 50 years later. You know, like he was locked up in the 1930s or, you know, and it, so it was the 80s. Their whole thing is that they need to fly right into the Sharknado. So and then and then Geraldo goes. And then the doctor dies. No cameo is safe. I wrote minus a couple. A couple cameos don't die. There's actually at least one cameo. I think of who. There's at least one cameo that was in a previous movie. Oh, yeah. They also don't yeah. die. I thought they died. Potnado. So as soon as I saw those guys, I was like, what? Why are they back? <laughs> I still don't remember who they are, and I don't care, but whatever. They're fucking YouTubers or something. or just They have a look to them that makes me want to punch both of them in the face at the same time. Well, they are twins. If you punch one of them, the other one will probably feel it. Oh, that's true. So if I punch both of them, they both feel it twice. So they do end up crashing the blimp. And I'm like, who the fuck is this chick? They crash right in front of it. She's a figure skater named Sasha Cohen. And she looks very young. She looks like she's 14, but she's three years older than me. She does not look like she's your age at all. She's skating around this skating rink as the Sharknado shit crashes through the ceiling. She does not slow down. She does not. She is not startled by this Sharknado at all. She just flips her face foot around in some kind of figure skating move and slices a shark in half oh and they, they the hindenburg crashed in switzerland switzerland yes so it's all snowy and shit but april this is i'm gonna make fun of tara reed now uh because april has to be a human helicopter because all the all this like skiing shit <laughs> that's right and okay i forgot about that i do not want to be mean but every time she screams in this movie it fucking drives me nuts <laughs> I'll, 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 put, I'll put in a clip. I don't give a shit. You guys can hear it with me. It sound it does sound weird. I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't. <laughs> and then Nova says, she's like Wonder Woman, but shorter and blonder. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had to write it down because it was so nonsensical. And I'm like, what? Yeah, Wonder Woman with her jet feet making... <laughs> tornadoes we're getting real sharknado now because there's an avalanche and you know what you need to do you gotta you gotta snowboard that avalanche you gotta surf that avalanche yeah and he literally says surfs up and they get a fucking licensed song in the fucking movie (laughs) the kids aren't all right by the offspring offspring, yes which works yeah i'm here for it it. oh my god but again you know like this is this is a great example this this is where i had again that thought of cause and effect is actually at play in this script because the sharknado causes an avalanche which they then have to ski down it's like okay skiing (laughs) and and surfing the fucking avalanche is absurd but it makes sense within the context of the story that there even is a fucking avalanche for them to ski down you know like the sharknado blew through a ski lodge blew all this skiing equipment right (laughs) down in front of them so it's like, okay, it's stupid, but it makes sense within the context of the story. There's cause and effect happening here. I'm okay with the completely ridiculous convenient contrivances of convenience as long as they make sense within the goddamn story. We cut to April's Acres, which is the farm that they live on. 
I guess. And the other son, whose name I can't remember, is cleaning up after the last Sharknado. Like, they're still repairing stuff from the last movie. You know, the thing that happened fucking five years ago when Gil was, (laughs) like, looked way fucking younger. Yeah. Gil looks like he's, like... 10 years old now and he looked like he was five in the previous movie dog sled there's a dog sled you know finn gets to go mush and yeah and and keep keep in mind they've established at this point that the sharknado is traveling at 500 miles an hour (laughs) shit yeah 500 miles an hour uh and they (laughs) they're gonna catch it a dog sled yeah they're trying to they do catch it they do end up in it but yes they they do they miss gill again they keep jumping into Sharknados and keep yeah. missing Gil and then getting teleported because apparently there's some kind of like vortex at the core of yeah. all these Sharknados that's magic. That's new. And teleports you across uh, uh, to different places around the world. So now they go to Australia. I mean, I'm completely fine with the escalation here, you know, like it getting that much more ridiculous. I'm okay with it. I'm not complaining. I don't oh, want no, this it, to come off as complaining. It's going to get even fucking weirder in the next one. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and, of course, they land in the water. They get attacked by sharks and shit. We don't really see much of that. But in the next scene, we see Finn carrying April, like, 3PO, like, on his <laughs> yeah, back. that's right. She's like split in half. Her legs are sticking out behind her head. Yep. Out of this backpack. And Nova takes him to to their to her cult people so she can get repaired. And Olivia Newton John is there, and someone else who I don't recognize. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who this lady is. They do mention Cyberdyne, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> like they, okay. <laughs> they uh, what is it? April's April jump or no? Excuse me. Nova jumps on the computer and. One of the gals is like, just don't open any files labeled Cyberdyne. And I'm like, wait, are we doing Terminator too? Are the are the is the Sharknado cult responsible for creating Terminators? Oh, they're the reason Judgment Day happens. I mean, realistically, they fuck up. Realistically, it's just because there's a time travel story coming up. Finn's cousin Gemini, who was in the last movie, right? Yes. Yeah, she was in the last movie. Yeah. She's also part of the sisterhood. And Finn's like, dude, what the fuck? She's my family. You can't fucking do that. And she's like, uh, why do you think she was there in Vegas in the first place, you dick? She's been a sister the whole time. I love how Finn acts like he owns every member of his family. Yep. It's like, she's my family. You don't fucking recruit her into your cult. She can't have a life of her own. She's my family. I feel like the actress is different, but it's the same actress. No, she it looks, is. She looks way different to me. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, yeah it's the same gal. It was weird. She looked different in the photo they brought up of her, for sure. I didn't recognize her until they cut to the actual live-action actress playing her role. I was like, oh, right, her. Maybe I'm still remembering her uh, from the George Lopez show. That could be. I mean, I she would have been much younger in that, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, so, of course, she would have looked different. And then I wrote down melodrama. We're going for an Oscar here. <laughs> Because this where when this scene when when Finn and Nova are talking and he's like I need to save she they both do this thing he's like I'm gonna save the I'm gonna save my son and she's like I'm gonna save the world and then they both start arguing about the only reason you want to do this is because you have some vendetta because a shark killed your grandpa that's right this is where it goes so far and she's like every when every last shark is I can't even remember. There's the a lot she, of adjectives. She used, D- dead dust. What? Yeah, crushed to dust or something like that. It, it it was really ridiculous. And she's like, then and only then will we be safe. Like you guys do realize that part of this phenomena is the NATO part, and that's just as destructive. Yep, they need to get their shit together. 
Like, because this is an unnatural amount of tornadoes, even if they didn't have sharks in every single one of them. So Gemini is also apparently trying to protect a ship with a bunch of nuclear stuff on it, and it gets sucked into the Sharknado, and it's now nuclear, and that'll come back in a big way, and it's <laughs> probably the coolest way in the movie, y'all. Yeah. I'm fully on board for this, yes. So when they took April in, she asked... It's Olivia Newton-John, by the way, doing doing the fixing up and fi- fixer up and fixing her up, whatever. So Tara Reed or April, I guess, sorry, asked them if they could make her more female, more human, more human. That's right. Yeah, more human because they're like, oh, your wires are all fucked up, and she's like, I want to be more human. My dad put me together. I'm like, when your dad's Gary Busey, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> By the way, that was that was my thought at the end um, when what happens to another character, I don't want to spoil it just yet, dies. My thought was, well, just take her to Gary Busey and get her fixed up. If it wasn't for the time travel thing, I'd say that's probably how they bring her back in the next movie. But then there's the time travel thing. So, Spoiler alert, man. Shit, I'm sorry. I thought I already spoiled it with the Cyberdyne Systems reference. You did. Fuck. But I forgot to yell at you about it back then. So Tara Reid comes out. She's dressed all in... Oh my god, she's in fucking pink too, isn't she? Yes. Oh pink my god, I just fucking put that together. She went from she went from black leather to being dressed in pink and white. So so they all come out, all three of these ladies come out and you hear you hear April say, "Hey stud." It, this is just a series of grease references right now. It's like, "Hey stud." And then not Olivia Newton-John, the other girl goes, "Tell me about it." And she's like, "No." But we do get a little montage of them putting human parts in her like in 3D printing a heart and shit. That's pretty This funny. is probably the most expensive part of the entire production was doing those new sequences of them printing her heart and yeah. and, and like <laughs> 3D modeling her her face and her eyes and stuff like that. She's got like the way they design them, it looks like she has guns hidden inside her eyes and shit. She can't fly anymore though. That's true. They took away her rocket boots. So they're also in the Sydney Opera House. Oh, yeah, that's right. This whole thing is taking place in we, the Sydney Opera House. We do house. see the Sydney Opera House when they get to Australia, but it's we don't know that they're in the Sydney Opera House. And yeah, they literally teleport in, like, out in the ocean, yeah. right within view of the Sydney Opera House. And eventually, like, they're like, oh, shit, the Sharknado's here. We need to do this thing. I can't remember what they call it. But then the Opera House starts, like moving and like transforming and then the news anchor's like it looks like it's transforming into some sort of offensive weapon i'm like how the fuck could you possibly do that <laughs> and when it f- completes its transformation it doesn't look like an offensive no, weapon not at be all. clear on that one but it can't complete its transformation because something's stuck and it needs to be overridden manually so there's only one man to call calling the hawk which is the best fucking cameo ever <laughs> it is tony hawk and it fucking rules. <laughs> he comes out to his own theme song yeah, called yeah. The Hawk. It's he does his own theme amazing. song. I mean, he gets his own theme song, and it, it's kind of the best. And he, he's got a rocket skateboard that he rides up the Sydney Opera House to the roof. Yeah, It's so ridiculous, and I love it. And, uh, interesting fact, Hawk survives till the end. Yeah, yeah, we don't actually see him die at all. Yeah. But I know he does because fucking everybody does. Well, yeah, so. I mean, eventually, like in in the final Armageddon <laughs> move where April destroys the fucking world. Yep. So April April snuck off with the artifact, by the way. The artifact is is a big deal. Oh yeah, it's it, it's a 
it's like a shark fin with this this magic stone placed in it. That's what they stole from the temple. I did we even mention that? I think I did, but I didn't explain it too much. It'll come into play later. Yeah, she swipes it out of Nova's bag. So Finn and April decide that she can't fly anymore, so they're gonna bungee jump. Well, because she she just comes up with a plan like the most obvious plan. They're like, "How do we get in?" And she's like, "Well, we gotta get in, grab grab Gil, and then get out." So the the only way to get in and get out, bungee jump. Bungee jump. Obviously, I just love love the way she says the plan. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's literally yeah. Here's the super complicated <laughs> plan. We get in and we get out. So literally, so they do that. They do bungee jump, but they get teleported to Brazil, where they run into John Hennigan who is a professional wrestler. Who I could immediately tell was a professional wrestler, but who I did not know who the fuck he was. But I I took one look at the way he moved and the way he mugged for the camera, and I was like, okay, this guy's got wrestler written all over him. And he's an Asylum alum. Oh, really? He was Hercules. No shit? Okay. All right. And so some people might know him as Johnny Nitro, John Morrison. He does parkour, like, in real life, so... All of his wrestling shit is fucking wild oh, and all over the place. He's probably pretty cool then. Yeah. And he I love those I love those wrestlers who can just like get all you know, just like making wild moves all over the ring. Those guys are the best. And wrestling is fucking ridiculous, so every time he comes out, like on it only obviously only happens on TV because you can't do this in real life. Time slows down. <laughs> he'll put his he'll put his arm up and the screen goes like black and white and then his hair starts blowing and it's all slow motion. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know if he still does that, but he used to do it on WWE, and it was... I love it. I love it. So he's going to take them to Vega, because he's also working with the Sisterhood. He's just like, oh, Finn Shepard himself, man, here. It's like, I'm like, dude, if he's here, you better fucking run, because shit's going to go wrong. He was already sitting in the bar they crashed into. I want to be clear about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was sitting in the bar, and then he's like, Nova sent me. Nova From where? where? The other side of the room? Oh, yeah, this yep. is that stupid-ass writing that I, I, I'm okay with because <laughs> because they, they got the parts that needed to be right right and left everything else completely wrong like this, and I'm there for it. And also, Greg Lugatis is watching them, which makes me happy. I could I did not know it was Luganus until the, fi- the credits rolled. I was like, who the fuck is this dude? He looks like... He's the love child of Anthony Weiner and Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> Who uh, is this guy? Because he's following them. He's clearly a cameo. Yeah. And he's also playing this like sinister mystery character. And uh, it's fucking Luganus. And that made me so happy when I found out it was Luganus. I was like, oh my God, of course. Greg Luganus is in Mighty Ducks 2. And he was portrayed by Mario Lopez in a made for TV movie on the USA Network. That's right. He was. Shit, I forgot about that. That was Greg Luganus, right? The guy who bashed his head on the back of the fucking diving yep. board? Okay. Yep. Making sure I'm not getting my divers confused because I know so much about the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. No, he's one of the few Olympians whose name I know. Because I was there. I, again, it's one of those moments I was there for, you know, when he hit his head on the, uh, on yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah, who do we who do we know? Uh, Phelps? Michael Phelps? Everybody knows uh, Phelps. Christy Yamaguchi? Yep. Greg Luganus. Uh Brian Boitano? Was he um, in the Olympics? Yeah, I think Boitano was. And then, um, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Why, I'm forgetting her name. But um, the gymnast. I remember some faces, from, but I can't remember any names. The gymnast who's in Scrooge. I did not watch Scrooge, so I oh, can't really? put that oh, one together. You, so you, what you're saying is you, you can see her face, but you don't know her name, just like me. 
I, I'm blanking on. I know it. I just can't recall it right now. She was she was really famous too. Like she was she in the eighties. She was huge. Yeah. No, it's gone. Oh, Tanya Harding and the other one. The fuck is her name? God damn it! The one who got her knee bashed yeah, in by Tanya. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. There we go. Fuck. God. Took silver. I know, and no, it's fucking. And Tanya she, didn't she win. She probably would have had gold yeah. if it wasn't for Tanya Harding uh, didn't win. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Tanya, I don't. Yeah, she didn't even medal. I don't think. Good movie though. I Tanya. Margot Robbie's just kind of the best. So so now John Hennigan has taken them to this church. It, it's it's church, and he's taken them to meet this chick named Vega. And the whole time I'm waiting for the cameo that I knew was gonna happen, and I'm like, it's gotta be the got to be him, right? It's not him. Hang on. But it is the chick from Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love. I love New York. I love New York. And I used to watch. I didn't watch I Love New York, but I did watch like several seasons of (laughs) Flavor Flavor of Love. Love. All those shows are fucking terrible. But I didn't have the internet. All I had was cable. I was a very lonely guy. Yeah, that's fair. And they just played those shows all fucking day. I'm, I'm not trying to judge anybody. It's just... It just makes me sad. I am glad I have the options that I have now. Even if, like, I get choice paralysis some of the time. It's such a weird cameo. Like, just, like, they're all weird, but. Yeah, no, she's she's one of those ones, like, she walks out and you're like, I know her from something, but I can't think of what. That's where I was. I mean, she's still hot and stuff. So yeah. that's fine. I, <laughs> but... That's not the issue. It's the reality star thing. Like, yeah. reality TV. I, I can't believe they've even gotten me saying it. Like, I have to say it. I have to use the term reality TV because that's what everybody knows it as. But I hate that it's called that. That's that should, It should be like reality TM TV because <laughs> it's not fucking reality in any way. I hate that shit. Are you telling me that, that's, that reality TV is not real? That's not a surprise, and everybody's okay with that. We shouldn't be. No, no, are, you're telling me that reality TV isn't 100% real. I'm sorry, Andrew. I didn't realize I was bursting your bubble on this one. I'm resting my ha- arm on the table, and I'm talking with my hands, and it's shaking the entire fucking table, and I should really stop. Yeah, you probably should. <laughs> Anyways. You'll get that wow, wow, wow waveform. Reality the- TV's not real. Some of it is a little bit, probably, because they, they can't fake it all, but... I mean, they could, but they don't. I'm sure they don't fake. It just needs to be. It just needs it. to have its title changed to unscripted drama, because that's what it is. It's unscripted drama. And if they did that, I would be fine with it. I used to watch so many of those shows. Wife Swap, fucking loved that shit. I don't uh, want to watch it, but I'd be fine with other people watching it if they just changed it to unscripted drama. Super Nanny. Every VH1 dating show until like 2007. Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, A Shot at Love. Oh my God. I love New. I didn't watch. I love New York. I just no, fucking said no. that. No, you know what? I'm okay, with fla- I'm okay with <laughs> Flavor of Love. I'm okay with Rock of Love. Shot of Love. Go fuck yourself. It's a shot at love. Shot at love. I don't care. Tila Tequila is not a fucking. Brett Michaels at least was in a band that put out music that you may hate, but it 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 made a cultural impact. Flavor Flav is a ridiculous <laughs> cartoon, but Public Enemy's impact on the culture cannot be overstated yes tequila tequila can suck my balls the only reason she got spun off she it was a spin-off because she was on flavor of love reality stars who are famous for being reality stars i have no use for yeah we do we're talking about them right now no no <laughs> ah i fuck. gotcha okay. i've been drawn in let's talk about new york Ugh. she's slightly 
more innocuous that she's she's i don't hear about her saying nazi shit like tila tequila does well that's that's, something at least uh so she basically gives us some exposition exposition yeah exposition exposition she gives us some exposition about the artifact and how there's like multiple ones and they're all at these these famous landmarks and they all have to be placed back in their landmarks otherwise the world will come to a catastrophic end yeah, as we find out later in the movie. Spoiler alert! Yeah, and they're like, they're both like, uh, but Stonehenge is underwater, and she's like, so swim, which which is good. I like it. Uh, but she also has this assistant guy who is obviously working for bad guys. Yeah, because yeah, he was working for Greg Luganus. Is he? Is Greg Luganus the bad guy? He's trying to steal the thing, so... I mean, they never get... It never goes any further than that. That's no, the thing. it just like, happens, and then it stops it, happening. I mean, this guy was waiting at the bar that they teleported to. <laughs> so, clearly someone knows what's going on here. But it, but there's, yeah. there's multiple factions, but we don't get any further information on them throughout the rest of the movie. This is one of the areas where I where like I feel failed by the story on this because that should have paid off more. Like there should have been more to that, but there wasn't. I mean, it it maybe it'll be in the next one. Fucking better be. <laughs> it's not going to be. It's not, we're not that lucky. I'll tell you, well, I'll I'll save that for the end. Cuz I have I have very strong feelings on how I want the next one to go. So apparently this little artifact can also allow them to create sharknados anywhere they want at any time like teleporters apparently <laughs> but greg luganus steals it well the, the assistant yep. steals it and he gets it in his hands and then there's a car chase and it's fucking gaudy and stupid and then somehow That's racing at speeds of up to 45 miles per oh, yeah. hour and then they're because tr- finn and april are in this fucking micro mini oh the mini cooper th- or not it's a mini not cooper. even a mini cooper it's it, it, it's an urkel car it yeah it's like a fucking fiat mini and then they're following this other mini car that has the weirdest fucking headlight assembly built onto the front of it it has regular headlights but then it also has a cluster of four headlights in the center of the hood that clearly were added onto the vehicle for some reason to make it look fucking cool man it's weird it's so weird <laughs> And, and they drive to, like, the Parthenon or something and get into a fight with Greg Luganus? Yeah, somehow they both, like, the both cars get transported to Italy and the chase keeps going. Oh, no, the, yeah, that that's right. And then they end up wherever they They get they sucked up. into the Sharknado in Brazil. <laughs> and the Jesus statue from Brazil yes, the Je- gets, the fu- <laughs> gets sucked into the Sharknado, too. And the next thing they know, Luganus's car has gone into the vortex. They're... On the hand of the Jesus statue as it spins around and it's <laughs> it, like, it, it like throws them into the throws them into the vortex. Oh my god, it's so good. You and know, then they're yeah, then they're in fucking Italy. Then they get then they stop and they're about to fight, but then there's sharks and shit just can't happen. Finn still has the whip. He whips the stone out of the dude's hands and it gets eaten by a shark, of course. And magically, he finds the same shark and cuts him, cuts him open and finds the fucking stone. The sharks are they're, twirling they're like in a circle around, like, yeah, but, like there's a shark mini NATO being he created has, by this but structure. He, he has this fucking ability to sense when his friends or something that he needs are in a shark. Because <laughs> he did the same well, thing in the Well, he sees it get movie. swallowed up by the shark. I know he did, but they're fucking sharks, man. <laughs> they don't all look different. Anyways. 
he and April tried to chase down the Sharknado, but the car dies, of course, and the tornado closes, and they're all fucking sad and stuff because they missed Gilligan. They go to this whatever fountain it is. It's the famous fountain in in Rome. That one. It's it's really famous. And she's specifically asked for or three maybe, coins. Maybe maybe they're in Venice. I don't know. It's the one that they like Did have they a copy trem- of at the Venetian Hotel in Las Vegas. Did they say Trembley Fountain? I don't remember what they fucked. They I don't know, but. She specifically asks for three coins and says, if you throw them over your back and you make a wish, blah, blah, blah. And she does it, and it's really awkward because it's Tara Reed. How is everything she does so <laughs> awkward in these movies? I don't know if it's just these movies or she's actually like that in real life. I was going to say, she used to be okay, right? She's, like, not bad in American Pie. No, she's pretty good in that. Yeah. Another cameo I don't recognize ends up leading them to meet the Pope. <laughs> Played by Fabio. Oh, it was downtown Julie Brown. She was oh. a, an MTV VJ in the 80s and 90s. But Fabio. Fabio's old. Pope Fabio, again, inspired casting here. L- looking more and more like Luke Wilson every day. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fucking Fabio. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't support that stance at all. <laughs> and then Finn says, forgive me, father, for I am Finn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... I don't know what that means. (laughs) And then the Pope gives him a fucking chainsaw. To add to his collection of chainsaws, where are all these fucking chainsaws? Where is the one from the last movie that was the coolest part of the fucking last movie? That giant sword one. (laughs) The laser one? Oh my god. Yes. Oh oh, no, you're talking about the chainsaw sword. The sword, yeah. Yeah, that's right. This one also has lasers on it, but it's like Jesus lasers. I don't really know what the fuck happens. Yeah, there's there's a there's a little cross light on the side, and it starts blinking when he's surrounded by sharks. I'm okay with that one. I want that one yeah. back. This thing is completely impractical. I want to be clear. This this chainsaw is the most impractically <laughs> built thing you've ever seen, but it it's fantastic. We get a Margaret Cho cameo, which I enjoy. I like. Margaret I did Cho. not She's see cool. that coming at all. I was like, of all the people I thought might make cameos, Margaret Cho would have never entered my mind. But she's she's actually really good. And now that, that nuclear shark thing that, that Gemini had a hand in creating, by the way, comes rolling up on the beach, and it's no longer a Sharknado. No. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's a, it's a <laughs> giant conglomeration of sharks yeah. swirling around this irradiated, wa- this glowing irradiated water for the listener. If you're not aware, radiation is invisible, but it glows green in the Sharknado universe. In in movies and TV. And it, yeah. So, yeah. So her and her boyfriend get, and who is another cameo, by the way, which I looked him up, can't remember who he is. No idea I, on this yeah. dude. Uh, so they get, they get all fucked up and it's heading for Japan. The camera pulls back. It says Tokyo, Japan, but then it pulls back and they're on this little teeny, <laughs> teeny, teeny island that is just one fucking palm tree and them. How the fuck did they get? There's no boat. They're just on this little island. So then Finn and April summon a Sharknado because all they have to do is empty their minds. And I'm sure that's easy for at least one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to guess on that one. I have no idea which one you're referring to at all. So Finn ties himself to a building. His idea is that he's going to like let the tornado just kind of take him so he can like flow with it so he can eventually grab Gil. And I'm like, fair enough. Sure. And then April's like, my body's actually made for surviving Sharknadoes. Maybe I should go. And he's like, can't do it. He says she's stronger than him, so she needs to be able to pull him back. Yes, there is a reason for it. But again, this is part of Finn's toxic masculinity for sure. He has to be the one <sighs> in control. And then Tara Reed, her fucking scream. 
at some point they straighten out the leaning tower of pisa there's gil they, did almost, they do yes i'm sorry did i look away yeah, for a moment it, and they it brushes right past it and yeah <laughs> So they keep on like near missing Gil and all these things. Every single one of them, like like we've seen them a couple times already, and they yeah. just keep on yeah. And they then, can't catch this poor kid. And then this time they get transported to Tokyo, right where they're fucking needed the most, just in time for a Sharkzilla to show. Yeah, up. it's like that's no shark, and then a Japanese guy goes, "That's Sharkzilla," and. It turns out the conglomeration of sharks, which are swarming Sharknado style, but just around this this glowing green center, it's in the shape of a giant shark. Which, Sharkzilla, come on, Asylum, get your shit together. Where is our Let's movie? Let's do that. Fuck yes, please. We cut back to April's Acres, and this is the most obvious product. This is like this is worse than Krispy Kreme in the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> They're like, the storm's coming. And he's like, dude, let's check out the Xfinity stream app. <laughs> Xfinity clearly threw down some major funding for this movie. Oh, my God. And then Dan Fogler is there to do nothing. And then the guy's like, I love whatever this fucking show is as much as or something yeah as much as anybody but that's not news try going to this app or something yeah, like it's and like then, whoa and then the tradition of Al Roker. Yeah. He's back. Okay, so. I'm I, I'm on board for, for the Today Show because they're established canon in this universe. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're in everyone. <laughs> and then there's the Pokemon reference. Those two Japanese ladies playing, like, Pokemon Go, and then one of them has Pokeballs and throws them at uh, the fucking sharks. That's Biling, by the way, who... Oh, is it? Who, of okay. course, had to be one of the hot sisterhood in this movie. She's got fucking Pokeballs that are also bombs that she hurls at the at the Sharkzilla. I'm, I'm here for it. It was just really dumb, and it surprised me, and I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> Nova has this has this small group of of Sharknado sisters, and they're in this plane or helicopter or whatever. And she looks hot because she's the only one. She's in these short shorts and these thigh high, the, not thigh highs, but these long these tall boots. And I'm just like, damn, you're gonna you're gonna fight the Sharkzilla and that. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of protection, and turns out she needed it later. Oh yeah, so. I don't even know what exactly happens. Nova's trying to get Gil. Obviously, she's trying to correct her mistake from earlier. And she fights the Sharkzilla. Some shit happens to her. And we get another Oscar moment. Well, the, the thing blows up, doesn't it? Like, they, they do manage do to they blow get up the Sharkzilla. Oh, yeah. Like, kind of implodes on itself or some shit. And then, then it's gone. Yeah. yeah. And then she crashes to the ground because she dove out of a plane with no fucking parachute. She had a fly suit on. Yeah, she had a, she had a, one of those squirrel suit things. A wingsuit, yeah. Yeah. So she dies. Yeah, Nova's dead. And I think I think Gil died too, but I don't... I, she says, yeah. Gil, she says yeah. Gil died. Not yet. At least that's what she says. Ron McDonald! God, there's a lot <laughs> of returns. dead... Returns. There's a lot of people who have died I'm glad to see he survived the cow-nado. Oh, yeah, that's right. This time it's a safari-nado. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, of course. Yes, we making rest, the return. Rest in peace to Gilbert and uh, and uh, Olivia Newton John. Although I gotta say, they surprised me with one that I I didn't expect. Like I wouldn't have expected to be surprised by it. But if you watch to the end of the movie, they have like a little scene with John Hurt and oh, yeah, uh, a little uh, from the little. first movie. You know, it's like it's one of the clips from the first movie. But I thought they were gonna do like a little scene with him, and I was like, fuck yeah, they got John Hurt back. And then it just pauses on him, and it's like, rest in peace, John Hurd. In memoriam Hurd. or whatever. In, I'm or, like, yeah, ah. Dedicated to the memory of John Hurd. I was like, god damn it, I forgot he was dead. How are they going to swing that shit? 
Because he was such an integral part of the first movie, and that's what they're doing. They're going back. Should just be some random guy who looks nothing like him playing the character. No, they should get John Hurt to come in, but it's a parallel universe. John Hurt's also dead. Oh, is John Hurt dead? Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! William Hurt's still alive. Oh, no, you know who they get? You know who they get to replace John Hurt? They uh, get the, you fuck with the bull, you get the horns Oh, guy. shit. Also dead. What? No way. <laughs> no, is he dead? I don't know. Let's see. Paul Gleason. Yep, 2006. God damn it. <laughs> so yeah, now it has to be just just some like really short black guy or something. <laughs> who just look nothing like him. No, they have to what they have to do is they have to find someone named John Hurd. Amber Hurd, Dat Fan. Do you remember him? He was a comedian. <laughs> yeah, I remember Dat Fan. Hey, didn't he win the first uh uh last comic standing? And then he just disappeared and nobody ever heard from him again. He put out an album after that. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, was pretty good. I listened to it. He it was, was he it was, was good. He was, he was a funny was guy. Not not funny, and then I got really mad at that show because they just started using professional comedians after that. Yeah. Well, it was already professional comedians well, mostly. I mean, fucking Doug Benson made it to the final rounds in that. Of the very first season. Of the very first Because I yeah. remember watching the first season and it was a bunch of unknowns. Except Doug Benson was in it. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to look because I know by the time the second season, Todd Glass was there. I'm like, like yeah, and and John Heffron. I'm like, what the of fuck course, are you guys doing? Of course, the longtime professional road comics are going to win this. They, they've got so much experience over the unknowns. I was doing comedy at the time Last Comic Standing came out, and I, of course, s- several of the comics I knew actually went down to L.A. to to audition for Last Comic Standing, and. Um, they were like, yeah, it's really fucking frustrating because you're you're out there standing in line all day and then pro comics roll up, walk straight to the front of the line and go in. That is unfucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, the winner was Dat Fan, other finalists included oh, Ralphie May, Rich Voss. Oh, they were they were all the first fucking season? You probably just didn't know who they were yet at that time. Wow. Although Ralphie May was definitely already huge. But So we're going to have less fun now because this movie gets fucking serious real quick. Good Lord. So <laughs> literally Nova- everybody just dies. That's the Nova next dies. 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Everybody dies. So Nova's dead. Uh, we learned that there's Sharknadoes all over the world. And even Al Roker's like, yeah, we're going to die. No, he's like the only place <laughs> that hasn't been touched yet is New York. And he's like, this could be the he basically says it's it, this is the end of the world. It's guys. the apocalypse. And yep. then we, we, we cut to this wide shot of the earth and there's fucking just at five level hurricanes everywhere covering the whole globe i'm like damn we were having fun like five minutes ago weren't we so back to april's acres finn finally gets to talk to his son that's there one more time before he dies in brutal fucking fashion kind of like you see a blood splatter on the wall behind him (laughs) jesus christ he tells finn that everyone else is dead too it's like his sister's dead david hasselhoff is dead fucking bo derrick's dead everybody's dead and he dies screaming and I'm like, kind of okay with it. Fuck that dude. So April and Finn have to get to the get to Stonehenge. So oh, they can... I, I should probably say for the benefit of the listener, we established in Sharknado three that he's oh, yeah. he he he's clearly growing up into an abusive douche. Why was that? I don't remember. Oh, he the way he was like treating his his wife, you know, because they had just gotten married, and he was like, you know, like like uh, the president handed her, you know, like uh, some kind of card oh, or yeah. something, and he reached. He handed it to her. He reaches, steps across, reaches over, takes it, puts it in his pocket. That's like he's right. Just, he's, he was just really douchey the whole time. And then when she died, like he didn't even he didn't even that was pause. The, that wasn't three. That was four. That was the last one. Oh, was that four? Yeah. 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 Suffice to say, we we've I established think. this guy's a scumbag. This guy's Holy growing shit. into a total scumbag. I forgot about that. 
because yeah, I didn't. He's I didn't just re- sending up red flag yep. after red flag after red flag. I didn't rewatch any of these before I watched this one. So, so now Averill and Finn are going to go to Stonehenge to return the artifact because that's the only thing to stop this. But so they summon a Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, doesn't take him to Stonehenge. I don't know what the fuck happened in the Sharknado, but this time. Gil is having like some weird delusion about finding Gil and shit and like you mean a Finn cemetery. Is having Finn, yeah. yes, yeah. They get sucked in and or no, he gets clocked by like a shark or something like that. I imagine so. I just missed it. And then and then yeah, he's having this weird dream sequence of him chasing Gil through a cemetery, and then he wakes up. He wakes up, and they end up in Egypt. Yep. Definitely not England. No. No. Or wherever the fuck. It does start with an E, though. So they go inside. What do they go inside? A crypt? No, they go inside the fucking Sphinx. The Sphinx. Okay, so they Has a big door in the front. They're just allowed to go in? (laughs) It just has a big door in its chest that they walk into. And there's all sorts of art and shit with sharks on it. Instead instead of Anubis, (laughs) it's like a shark-headed Anubis. so (laughs) over the top. And the artifact might be the key. They're like, oh, well, this thing, that thing's like a lock or whatever, and this might be the key to the thing, and then they break the it. The druids and... used it as a lock. Yeah. The Egyptians might have used it as a key. So he shatters the, the talisman thing so he can pull the stone out. Ballsy move there, guy. And, of course, it works because he's Finn and he can just Naturally. come up with ideas and everything works. Uh, it opens a secret door with, a, with some wheel mechanism. It's apparently used to control the vortex, but I don't really understand how it works because it doesn't an, make any sense. It's an ancient magic machine with a harbor freight switch on it <laughs> yeah and they pull the switch and the tornadoes start going away but then eventually the wheels start turning and then the sharknadoes come back no the sharknadoes don't come back it like sends out this energy blast that fucking destroys the whole fucking world it, i'll tell you why it's because the handle got stuck because it's harbor freight the egyptians didn't buy from depot or lowe's they went to harbor freight and you know when you skimp on quality you know Mechanisms stop working. When it comes to the really important parts of your time mach- or your, your world-destroying death machine, spend the extra $10. And on for the record, probably your time machine, too. That's Yeah, that's true. Also your time machine. So April finds this staff or whatever, and it's supposed to be the key, but, you know, everything's fucked. Magic. Magic stuff makes all the bad shit stop, but everyone's still dead. I kind of got lost for a second because there's too much shit going on and I have no idea what the fuck. It doesn't make a lot of sense from this point. It, like the machine clearly is doing is some kind of world ender if left to keep going once it's done what it needs to do to stop the Sharknados and they can't get it unstuck. But they find that staff or April finds the staff and then she's like, Finn, you use the key and I'll hold back the waters because the entire fucking ocean... <laughs> is is flooding over them now. Yep. Thanks to the world ender. And so she <laughs> so she like starts energizing herself and screaming again. <laughs> and holds back the waters Moses style. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was suggested or said that she if she uses too much energy or something, she'll self-destruct or some shit. Yeah. So guess what? <laughs> She explodes everything but her head, which is fine if she doesn't have a tongue, I guess. What? Because you don't because because she can still talk if it's just her head. But her vo- I think her vocal cords got torn off too. That's oh, the good. problem. Okay, then keep the head around for a little, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, so she explodes. All that's left is her head. They actually do a pretty good job CGing out her body, like in yeah. the scene when he's holding her head. I'm actually kind of impressed with all the... They yeah. did a great job, but then, like, two minutes later, 
there's a scene of him laying her head down into a bindle that he makes but they didn't cg out the rest of her body at all so the did they not i didn't even notice cg out anything so it's now it's completely reattached to her body it's so stupid i was too busy laughing at him for the stella thing (laughs) that he did because it like zooms out and it's his overhead shot and he's like no (laughs) and then it pulls back like all the way to 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 google earth view yeah and the world is fucked everyone is dead but Finn, like the whole Apparently. world, Finn wanders the wasteland for the rest of his life, and the series is just over now. He does wander a long time. Like, okay, remember, he's in Egypt. He walks to San Francisco. Yeah. Then walks to Russia from San Francisco. <sighs> or Moscow, I guess I should say. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. He doesn't actually, the, the series isn't quite over yet. We still got one more movie. And because... we got one more thing that happens in this in this movie things are just about things are just looking up now he's he, he's been walking for who knows how long as i said he walked from egypt to san francisco long walk and then back to russia another long walk and finding nobody mind you nobody there is no one left and he's still got the staff by the way and her head is like hanging off the thing yep well her head's in a in, in, a, bin, a, bindle, in a bindle yeah. at the end of the thing so like he's, he's walking he's around like walking hobo style like a kid running away in a 90s cartoon yep but with with his dead wife's head and then i don't know even i don't even he's know probably to... trying to find Busey. that's what it is he's trying to find Busey. oh yeah so we can get get those lips working again <laughs> yep I don't, I don't i don't know how to approach this so dolph lundgren shows up Good fucking lord. In a Humvee. In a Humvee. In an apocalypse Humvee. And he's got the shark helmet on. He's got the pilot wings that Gil wore. And Finn's like, those are my sons, you fucking bastards. And he's like, yeah, but, uh, dad. (laughs) And it's real, real fucking funny to hear Dolph Lundgren call somebody dad. (laughs) Someone who's at least 15 (laughs) years younger than him. Turns out he's future Gil. When he got sucked into that thing, he got sent back in time and he just spent the whole time trying to figure out stuff and he figured out a way to invent a time machine or some shit. Because we get the Back to the Future sound effects too before we see him. You hear the thing. He's like, don't you you, you, don't you have a license? He's like, where we're going, you don't need a license. And then uh, the Humvee takes off DeLorean style. Yeah, there's even a flux capacitor. It yep. lifts up, it does the, does the wheels and they turn all sideways and shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the Back to the Future to be continued, but with a shark yeah. instead of the dot, dot, dot. They're going to go save the fucking world, man. Okay. We've reached the end. This is the point at which I have to outline my wishes for the next Sharknado movie. In the next one, if I'm to be satisfied, which I know is the goal of the Sharknado franchise. Just you, yes. Yes, just me. It has to turn out that Finn has been creating these Sharknados the entire time. That Finn created... He may not have created the first Sharknado, but the first Sharknado led him to... It unlocked a psychic superpower through his trauma response system that caused him to unlock the Sharknado psychically. And so what he has to do is he has to go back and stop himself from from creating the Sharknados in the first place. And that's how he gets everybody back into his life. You've been pitching this since we started. Yes. And you know what? I'm more convinced now than ever because your wrestler dude, your fucking your fucking wrestler guy, he even says, "What are the odds that every Sharknado you show yep. you show up at?" And Finn goes, "100%." <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that line. I'm like, 
Like, I don't know if that's what that means. That was a weird response to that question. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It, it, <laughs> it means lazy writing, which I'm fine with. It means Finn just thinks he's cool. But <laughs> it. it's ridiculous that Finn would be at all the Sharknados. Therefore, he has to be creating them. That's the only logical explanation. The Wicked Witch Lady was right. Finn is creating the Sharknados. Oh, yeah. That's how it has to end. Maybe it ends with him taking himself out to save his family. I don't think I want to wait a year. I don't know if I want to wait a year either, because this one was so much better than the last one. And with Dolph Lundgren showing up, I just I That means cheered. Dolph Lundgren has to be in the next one. Yeah. Has to. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully I'm not disappointed. I probably will be. I saw an article about the most disappointing something-somethings, and Sharknado 6 was on it, so I'm like, motherfuckers! Oh. Uh, mm. Well, I guess we may not have to wait and see, but you, the viewer, will find out next year. The listener. We're, they're the not listener. Fuck! Anything. That's right. This isn't a YouTube channel. Thank God. But yeah. Uh, uh, we Did we deliver our final thoughts? I don't know. This movie was good. Better, Much better than the last one. Oh, God. Yes, significantly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, cool. this, the, the the franchise has me back. They may lose me in the next one. We'll see. But uh, uh, my hope has been restored. Now we need a big budget Hollywood remake of the first movie. I'm kidding. Don't fucking do that. No, we need it. What we need is we need uh, in 10 years, we need to have a, a requel where they go back and they re they reinvigorate the franchise by bringing in the originals and new cast and it's actually really good it's directed by a good director it's big budget it's marvel level budget really good uh ari aster is doing the, is doing the writing and directing jesus of the christ no if ari if ari aster did it there would be too too much uh too much family trauma to deal with that's perfect for this movie are you kidding oh my god there would be a lot of murder suicides yeah. People setting themselves on fire. I am completely okay with that. Little girls getting their heads knocked off. Have you seen Bo is Afraid yet? No. Watch it. I will. I will. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. I'm going to go see it. Anyways, we're done. I think we're done. Are we done? Uh, I suppose we ought to give them the social media information just in case this is their first time listening, which it probably isn't. Let's be honest. Nobody knew was discovering this podcast. Social media. You can follow us on everything at the show. At- I forgot. It hasn't I, changed. I literally <laughs> forgot. 150-some episodes. I started saying it, and I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> no, it was at the it Shark was. Pod. You can follow us on everything at the Shark Pod. Good Lord. I'm fine. <laughs> if you want to give us some money, you can do so at patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood, where we have over, what, 48 hours still? Yeah. Of uh, Yeah, of, it's going up, not down. Yeah, and it's it keeps going up because we're fucking assholes, and we keep throwing stuff behind a paywall because we want your fucking money. I mean, just Dick. do just do the fucking right thing and and pay us. That's it's the you know it's the right thing to do. You know you want to. You are having fun right now. I am at work. Okay. Yeah. Like literally, this is this is work. This is a job for us. You think we do this because we enjoy it? No, we do it for the millions of listeners, the the literal millions of listeners, and the tens of cents every week, <laughs> every two weeks. Uh, it's every two weeks. Yes. Yes. That we release these episodes. If you guys, this is me, a this is a public service, is what. If it is. you guys would give me enough money, I could make it every week. What you can do is you can lobby your congressperson to have Sharks Across Hollywood designated as a public service to receive public funds, which we should anyway because we are improving the community spirit simply by existing. 
big old fatties talking about movies. Yep. <laughs> That's our next podcast. <laughs> Chubby white dudes discussing <laughs> movies. The world needs more. I'm not entirely sure what's coming out in the on the next episode because because the rev over here had to fuck me up with fucking having us do the do the Juneteenth episode and fucking up my whole schedule. You're welcome. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out and it'll be just so fucking delightful. It is going to be fantastic. I can guarantee it's a five-star episode. Whatever yeah. the next one is, it's going to be a five-star episode because they're all five-star episodes. If you've been a long-time listener, you know this already. Because we're five-star people. Yes, we are. All right. Anyways, we're going to go now because I, I have to take a shit and, and I have some video games to play. So Oh, I have to take a shit. We can hold hands. <laughs> cool. I'll sit on your lap. Okay, well, we got to use the downstairs toilet though. The top one, I don't think, is big enough for that. Um, we'll str- I'll straddle. Like you sit down, and then I'll I'll sit facing you, and then we can both make it into the hole. I'll bet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, it'll take a little doing, but we'll we'll get it figured yeah. out. All right. Hey guys, uh, come back in a couple weeks for whatever the fuck we decide to shit out into the universe. <laughs> but <laughs> you brought it home. <laughs> but, Set up and pay hey, off. Yeah. Again, two weeks. <laughs> Come back, shitting out into the universe. But until then, stay jossome.